the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit from God, the man. The gospel of today is, uh, I think it's a good reading for for us as we are getting to the, the fasting of the nativity. And also these days, the seniors in high school, they are applying for college. They, I think they have finished most of them, or I think all of them have already applied. They are now started to hear from colleges. And many of them, or most of them, they applied for the high-ranked colleges. And they're wishing to get accepted in such colleges. Because if you get to a high-ranked college, I mean, it's, it's prestigious schools. It's, it adds to your prestige. And not just that. I think if you get to a good college, you might get to a, a good graduate school, and which maybe promise a good future as far as your career. Which is true. We always aim high, and we should aim high. We always aim high and we should aim high. And that's exactly what's happening in, in, in this reading of the gospel. Uh, I mean, he, Jesus said, and whoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. So if you want to be disciples of Christ, the greatest teacher, the greatest savior, the savior, if you want to be in his school, this is the highest rank. We should be like him. We're going to be taught at his school. And what did he do? How did he live? And what did he teach? He, teach him, he taught humility. He taught to deny yourself. If you are aiming high to get to a college, why don't we aim high like that? We need to aim high. He's setting the standard high. But his standard is different. It's by denying yourself. It's a different way of being in a high rank. But spiritually. But according to his rules. Not to the world, world's rules. They are very different from each other. And then he talked about if someone who wants to build a tower. He should be ready financially. To complete the tower. And, and he wants to apply this, this analogy or this parable to our life that if we need to build a high tower, eternal, to live, to have eternal life, we need to be ready to pay for that, to work for that. The people are, yes, the people are aiming high to get to a prestigious college. But we know that who are the people who are able to get to these colleges are the people who have a very high GPA, they have a very high SAT score, they have uh, extracurricular activities, they written a good essays. So they, they do something. And I think we also need to understand that we, we need to aim high in our relationship with God. And how? By being his disciples. And how being his disciples? 
by following him by following him and he himself fasted he himself fasted which means that we need to fast one of the things i'm not, I'm not reducing spiritual life into fasting i'm not saying that but as we are getting to the 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 fasting of the nativity i think we we need to fast and i'm going to read with you parts from or passages from a very important chapter in the old testament about fasting it's a very famous chapter about fasting isaiah 58 i hope you remember you remember this chapter and you go back and read it maybe let it be your exercise for this week read isaiah 58 it's about fasting try to meditate on this chapter for for the week he begins by Isaiah begins by the the message from God to the people and he started by telling them the problem they they have a problem they it's like a disease someone who is sick and went to the doctor the doctor when you go to the doctor when a, when a patient goes to the to the doctor he is expected to tell what are his complaints what are his symptoms or her symptoms what they are suffering from and the doctor will listen and based on his expertise he will translate what he's listening to yeah uh, this should be this disease or we need to do some testing or screening to know what is the disease so the pro- what was the problem in chapter Isaiah 58 chapter Isaiah 58 verse 3 he they're saying the complaint the patient the sick people they are going to the doctor and saying why have we fasted they say and you haven't not you have not seen why have we afflicted our souls and you take no notice in fact in the day of your fast you find pleasure so then the doctor would tell them here is what the problem the problem is in fact in the day of your fast you fast you fast if you fast you find pleasure you are pleasing yourself you are falling into self indulgence you are pampering yourself you are doing whichever you want to do not my will you are doing your will but not my will and exploit all your laborers you are unjust there is social injustice among you this is the problem that's why i don't listen to you you fast but don't i accept your fasting but i want you to remember he's talking about people fasting but not the right way i wish i mean you can imagine how this applies to people who are not fasting so i want you to to think of that and then go we'll go to verse 6 and he started to tell them here is the fast i want from you here is the healthy lifestyle now whenever you go to your doctor your primary care, primary care provider he's mostly he's, he's going to tell you or she's going to tell you that you should change your lifestyle you shouldn't eat fat you should walk a lot you should exercise right change your lifestyle i mean obesity is is a problem all over the place and 
how to deal with it? The very first thing, healthy lifestyle. So what is the health, healthy spiritual lifestyle? What is the healthy fasting? Verse 6, he says, Is this not the fast that I have chosen? To lose the bonds of wickedness. Don't be under the bondage of wickedness. To, to undo the heavy burdens. The heavy burdens of sin. Don't, don't uh, surrender under, under the heavy bonds of, of sin or burdens of sin. To let the, the, the oppressed go free. Don't allow the injustice among you. Don't be unjust to the people. Don't use people and don't pay them what they deserve. There was a lot of that at that time. So God knows that there is injustice that is spreading among the people. To let the oppressed go free. And that you break every yoke. You break the yokes that of sin that are driving you, that are uh, taking taking control of you. Is it not to share your bread with the hungry? You share your bread with the hungry, and it's not that you feel that I have enough and I have leftovers. I'm going to give it to someone. It is I feel that when we fast, we share with the hungry people. When you when you fast, you don't allow yourself to eat whichever. You can eat. You have in your fridge. But, because you are fasting, you say, no, I'm not going to eat some food. And this is a very little thing to give up. At least, I don't think there is a problem of, of hunger in America. There is other problems. I'm not, there is poor people. But I don't think, I mean, food is a big deal. In other places, food is a big deal. So, we, when we fast, we share with the hungry people by not allowing ourselves any kind of food we want. And moreover, we abstain from food for some time. I mean, our fasting, and this is something even the people who fast, they, they, they give up the, to abstain from food. Sometimes we fast, but we don't take care to, to abstain from food for some time. So he is telling them, is it not to share your bread with the hungry? So sharing your bread with the hungry, this is one thing we need to do during fasting and all the time. And also, we share with the, the hungry people by allow ourselves to be hungry for some time. Or not to eat whichever we want. And that you bring to your house the poor who are cast out. Bring them to your house. Fill, give them the feeling that they are, they are included. When you see the naked, that you cover him. And not hide yourself from your own flesh. Very interesting. We understand that if we find someone naked or need of clothes, we're going to give him proof. We understand that. But he, he, he goes on to say, and not hide yourself from your own flesh. It's not that you are covering someone because you have a lot and he doesn't have anything. No. It is that... You feel that he is your own flesh. You are not separated from the sufferings of others. It's not that you are here and they are there and you are throwing to them your extras, your leftovers. No. It is that you are poor. We are all poor. We are all needy for God's grace. But God granted us some more provisions than others. 
That's why we give it to them, but not that we feel that we are the, the people who have a lot. And we give our leftovers to people who doesn't have, or who don't have. So, it is your own flesh. It's not you are not giving to someone else. You are covering your own flesh. I mean, very interesting. When you, when you see the naked that you cover him, and not hide yourself from your own flesh, then your light. From verse 8, from verse 8, we're going to see the blessing. If someone lived the healthy lifestyle, again, I'm going to go back to the primary, your primary care doctor. When you go to him, and he, he advises you to, to live a healthy lifestyle, your diet, your exercise, when he talks about that, he will tell you. I want to tell you something. 10 pounds, if you lost 10 pounds, just 10 pounds, this will affect your blood sugar, will affect your blood pressure, will affect your energy, will affect your cholesterol. All of, all things where you would be, just lose 10 pounds. I experienced it myself. I mean, healthy lifestyle. Healthy lifestyle. So, if we lived a spiritual healthy lifestyle, if we fasted, a healthy fasting. Okay, what's going to happen? Here are the, the blessings of such a healthy fasting. He said, then your light shall break forth like the morning. You will shine. The light that is in you. We all have light. We have Jesus Christ in, in, in us. We are in Him and He is in us. We abide in Him and He abides in us. Through the Holy Spirit which who dwells in us. So we have the Holy Spirit. We have the light. Why is it not shining? Because we are saying, we do like everyone else. So we don't want to shine. We don't want to be the light of the world. He called, he, Jesus came and said, I am the light of the world. And in another place he said, you are the light of the world. Who is the light of the world? Is it you or us? It is Jesus Christ who is the light of the world. And because he, he abides in us, we shine. We, we, the light comes from us. However, if we are not living in his school, or, or we are not taught, or we are not accepting the teaching of his school, we will not shine. But if we live according to his will, according to his instructions, we will shine. We will shine. So then your light shall break forth like the morning. Your healing shall spring forth speedily. And again, using again a medical language. Healing. Healing. Your healing shall spring forth speedily. And your righteous shall go before you. The glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Then you shall call and the Lord will answer. They began by asking a question. Why are we fasting and you are not seeing? Because you are fasting, but not the fast that I want. Now he says, then you shall call and the Lord will answer. You shall cry and he will say, here I am. If you take away the yoke from your midst, the pointing of the finger, speaking wickedness. If you extend your soul to the hungry and satisfy the afflicted soul, then your light shall dawn in the darkness and your darkness shall be as the noonday. Remember the words of Jesus Christ when he talked a lot about darkness and light. 
The Lord will guide you continually and satisfy your soul in drought and strengthen your bones. You shall be like a watered garden and like a spring of water whose waters do not fail. These are the blessings of someone who will fast. Fast the right way. I want to conclude with uh, a nice story I've just read. It's written by uh, a lady. He, she passed away, I think, the 80s or the 90s. Her name is uh, Kuri Ten Boom. She's famous because she was one of the people who helped the Jews to flee from the Nazis. And, and she was caught and she was put into concentration camps. And after World, World War II, she, was, she moved to Netherlands. But she's a Christian. And she was doing that out of uh, Christian passion and compassion. So she wrote many, more than one book, but in one of the books, she shared a story that she went to Russia, or that time Soviet, the Soviet Union, before the, the, the fall of communism. So she went to Russia, and she heard about a lady a Christian lady, and you know that during the, the time of communism in in uh, in, uh, in Russia, religions were forbidden and, and Christianity were, was suppressed. And I mean, very strongly, very strongly suppressed. So she went to visit that lady. She heard that she's a, a, a real Christian, and she wanted to visit her. And she went she went to that very very tough place to, to get to, very poor place. But she gets into the place, she, she finds the lady and her husband, a lot of furniture, which means it seems they were living in a very uh, vast or big house, but they moved, that's why the place is, is, is full of furniture. So she met the lady, and the lady was ve- almost bedridden. Because she has rheumatoid all over her, her body. Her, her fingers, they are all because of rheumatoid. They are, they are not, she cannot use them. She cannot move them. Except one finger. Except one finger. And the, the, this lady was lying down. I mean, bent because of the, the rheumatoid. But she was, her husband started to tell what they are doing. And he said that every day in the morning I go up and I start to help her. I position her to sit. She cannot do that by herself. And I bring her and he, she, the lady who shared the story said, I found old paper, yellow paper. And I bring her the paper. The paper is written maybe in English or whatever. And she started to translate it into the, the Russian language. And she types. She has a typewriter, an old typing machine. And she has only one finger that she can move, that she can use. I, and by one finger, she was typing by, and translating the, 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 the Christian material. And then secretly, her husband would take the papers that are... Uh, Typed, and he go and distributed to the Christians in that in their city. 
And when the, 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 the author, uh, Corey Ten Boom, she said, she felt very bad and she kissed the, this finger. And she felt bad for her. Her husband told her, you know what? You know why, why God allowed her such a, a, a disease? A terrible disease? Because no one would think that she is doing any missionary work. Any Christian evangelism or Christian activity. Because she doesn't seem to be an active person. She only has one, one finger. But she uses that one finger to translate and write and send Christian material to feed the people. I mean, we are in a blessing. We come to church, we have Bibles and, and books and applications and Bible plans. We are complacent. But there is people who are oppressed, sick. A lady who has one finger, one finger. And she's, she's using that one finger to serve, to serve. And we might be wasting our health, our talents, our capabilities, our lives in, in wasteful way of life. And after, and I mean, she, she was amazed by this lady and then when she went back, few months later, she got a, a, a letter from the husband saying, my, my wife uh, reposed in the Lord. But I'm saying, these are the kind of people who are living a life for God. I think fasting is a way to tell God that I am yours. I'm a churchly person. I think, I, I'm, I'm thinking if someone in here who said, ah, I'm going to fast the last two weeks. Uh, let it be three weeks. Okay? You know that debate. The very famous debate we have. Okay? Three weeks, two weeks, two weeks and a half. Okay? If someone decided and said, I'm going to fast. It's not that, again, I'm not reducing spiritual life to fasting. But I'm saying if someone is serious and said, I want to be God's person. I want to be a churchly person. If the church is, is fasting, I'm going to fast. And again, definitely I'm not asking for just to change the kind of food. I'm saying here is the standard. Here is the academy. Here is the training we have from our master. But if someone decided to say and said, I'm going to fast today. I think this would be a, a change. And definitely not for this fasting. But I mean, someone who decided to live a healthy lifestyle. But again... If you, if you change your diet only without exercise, this is not enough. But we need to do all of that. The exercise is reading and, 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 and attending liturgies. All of that. But we need to take a, a move forward. A move forward. May God give us a blessed fasting and give us to really aim high in our spiritual life and live with Him according to His will. And glory be to God forever. Amen. Oh,